Hey, all you nostalgic senior VPs. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from Fox to the CW. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. I'm marinating in them again. <laughs> You can find more about the show <laughs> and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Other shows on that network include Is It Classic, Does It Rock, where we pick a band or artist and go through their discography album by album, track by track. I learned from this podcast that I still don't like cream. <laughs> three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad and often earned reputation from this podcast. <laughs> I learned that you never make a sequel to The Mask. Oh, yeah. Radio 64, featuring video game music remixes hosted by Dusk vs. Tweak, and previously on X-Men, where we look back on X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and, and more. And more. There's definitely more. I know. Sometimes they do some sweet uh, interviews with yeah. comic authors and things. Very really cool. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod, and the O and Go is a zero. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Today, we are discussing the season one finale, episode 22, Home Again, plus a season one recap. We did it, Nick. I know. We made it. Did you ever think we would? I I did. I, I did. I've got to tell you, um, we'll find this out in the coming uh, uh, episodes, but this is probably the shortest season of 90210. Oh. Because it really... <laughs> I was just thinking, like, this was a long season. Well, because, <laughs> because it found its groove by airing new episodes in the summer, which was not a thing at oh. this time. And so it starts really early. Like, this episode aired in May. Season two picks up in, like, July. So oh, there's, wow. there's very little time I was in just between. wondering, like, are we going to have time between the seasons? Yeah. But yeah. Not wow. much. Not much. Well, it feels like a summer show, so. Yeah. It, I love the summer episodes. I mean, yeah. they're, they're pretty cool. Okay. Kind of like I'd say by the Bell, they're the same thing. Remember that? Of course you don't. No, You're 11 don't. years old. I don't. <laughs> I watch Saved by the Bell All right. sometimes. All right. Uh, should we get into the West Beverly Blaze? Woo! For the last time for season one. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. This episode originally aired May 9th of 1991. On May 3rd, there was, we had a finale. Oh. The 356th episode and wow. the finale of Dallas. Dallas. Did you watch Dallas? I, I've watched a tiny bit of Dallas. Mm. You know, I watched like the first several episodes or something. Is Dallas the one where there was that big episode where you think someone was, <laughs> there's, it was all a dream? Who, who, oh, yeah, yes. That does happen okay. in Dallas, where there's a kind of like write out a whole season by saying, whoops, just a dream. Yeah. But it's also, I think, probably most well known for the Who Shot JR mystery. Uh, Have you ever heard somebody say Who Shot JR? Maybe, maybe. You're probably just thinking of the Office episode where they get the Dallas. I love, that is what I think. When I think really of fun. Dallas, I think of that Dallas They board get game that. that. They, they get play. that Dallas. And Andy keeps being like, well, that's Dallas. Well, that's Dallas. That's Dallas. <laughs> so, yeah, Dallas, boy, long run. Uh, 90210 doesn't quite get to 356 episodes. So, Dallas does outlive. It. And much like 90210, it was rebooted decades later with ah. some of the original cast returning. Oh, that's cool. And uh, TNT, I, I think it was. Oh, okay. I was watching, I think I was watching like an I Love the 90s, I Love the 80s yeah. or something, and they specifically brought up the episode where you find out that like everything yeah. was a dream yes. or something yeah, and how people were upset Pretty about legendary. That. On May 14th, this is after this episode, but okay. Elizabeth II becomes the first monarch to address Congress. Oh. So she came to America... And addressed Congress, which is pretty cool. And on May 17th, What About Bob came out. <laughs> I hate this movie. Bill, I, you know what? You're talking Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfuss, yeah. What About Bob? Yep. I've always hated this movie. This was my grandpa's favorite movie. My mom and my brother he love this movie. I just find this so unpleasant. It's so unpleasant. It is. It yeah. really stresses me out. I never out. understood it why. It really stresses me I out. I never understood. It always makes me think of my grandpa, so I'll give it props for that, but I do not like this movie. All right. Even though I like Richard Dreyfuss and Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. I Yeah, but I, I do not like yeah. this movie. Okay. It's kind of like how I hate... Um, What's that movie with Ben Stiller? Don't say, oh, Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. Yeah, I'm with you. Stresses me out. I thought you were going to say Groundhog Day and I was about to cancel well, this I, podcast. I, Kendra, I, keep okay. it to yourself. All right, all right. Uh, let's go beyond the zip code and talk about Carol Potter. Ooh, okay. Prior to her time on 90210 as the Walsh matriarch, Fancy. Carol Potter appeared as Agent Maggie Clinton in the ABC drama Today's FBI. Oh, speaking of reboots. Today's FBI. Yeah, speaking of reboots, this was, FBI was a show for, you know, way in the past where they took actual FBI cases and 
wrote shows around them. Hmm. Today's FBI was like a reboot of that show. And Carol Potter played the only like female agent oh, in there. Oh, so. that's cool. Yeah. After her run on 90210, she went on to star in the NBC soap Sunset Beach, where she played the role of Joan Cummings for 134 episodes. Wow. She has since retired from acting and works at, as a counselor. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. In go. 2019, she rejoined the 90210 gang for an episode of the meta reboot BH90210, playing herself leading a group therapy session for the cast. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was fun to see her show up. I need to watch. I, well, Not I will yet. watch you it. Can. I will. Yeah. Right. I will, though. So, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? In our, well, our only episode today, because we're just talking about the finale here, uh, we have Louise Lechen, Louise Lechen coming back as her final appearance as Anna. So if you were wondering what happened with Anna's family or uh, her catering slash uh, landscaping business, I'm sorry to say that you're not going to find out because we've seen no the answers. last of Anna. But Louisa Leshen went on to have a very successful career as a TV producer, uh, does a lot of voice work. She's very, very active, probably more behind the scenes. Cool. Uh, and, and later she does a little recurring bit on Melrose Place as a different character. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have Lyndon Childs as Mr. Powell. So the one who, uh, Jim's boss. Yes. Mr. Uh, Lyndon Childs here as Mr. Powell has appeared in basically everything, so it was kind of hard to cull the things to mention. So I will just mention that he appeared in the original Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. He recurred on Perry Mason, as well as The Incredible Hulk, and other 90s phenom Lois and Clark, <laughs> Lois The New Clark. Adventures of Superman. Oh, cool. Yep. All right. Well, should we do it? Should we get into the finale? Oh, we should. Yeah, Let's wow. Let's do it. Go, we're just doing one episode so I fast. Know. All right. This episode is called Home Again. This is another one that I kept seeing conflicting names for. Oh. I was seeing Homecoming and Home Again. So oh, okay. it seems like most of them are On saying Hulu, Home Again. it's Home Again. Okay, then we'll, yeah, it's CBS as well. Uh, the synopsis from CBS is moving back to Minnesota makes sense for Jim's career, but for the rest of the Walsh family, it's a wrench thrown into their new lives. Ooh. Let's get into it. You were, after the last two episodes, knowing we had one more, you were so excited. I was. I appreciate your restraint. (laughs) I was like, let's get to the finale. (laughs) We start at school. Steve is in a fight. Yeah. With a kid much shorter than him. And that kid's wearing a belly shirt. (laughs) Steve's wearing a green shirt. Is this the famous green shirt? I don't think it's his famous green shirt. Steve's got a green shirt on, and the other kid is wearing a belly shirt. So it's almost like Steve's fighting his inner demons. Brandon comes in and, and uh, breaks up yeah. the fight, and Steve says that that kid said something about his mom. Which, knowing what we know after yes. the previous episode, is you know yeah. definitely a sore spot. Yeah, and Steve uh, talks about how he's glad Brandon moved to town. Yeah, which is yeah, you know, yeah, foreshadowing great. for so what's great. about to happen. So great. At Jim's work, Jim's uh, the real high up boss mm-hmm. is in town. And he invites Mr. Jim to lunch. Moments after, Jim's colleague is like, you better hope Mr. Powell doesn't invite you to lunch. <laughs> you do if not so, want to get invited you're to You're canned, lunch. my friend. It's nice that he invites them to lunch to yeah. can them, though. Yeah, I mean, true. he could not give them food. I would not want to fire someone and then have a meal with them. Yeah, right for sure. That'd but, be awkward. You know. At home, Anna and Cindy uh, are doing their, their plant thing, yep. their landscaping, yep. whatever they do, yep. talking about their plants. Jim comes in um, and he's talking to Cindy about, I've been invited to lunch. Yeah. And he's he's worried. Yep. Brenda and Brandon somehow pick up on this. Brandon overhears it. Oh, okay. Brandon he overhears, overhears him that. saying that and then he tells Brenda. Okay. So yep. they, they think that Jim is going to get fired. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're all worried about that. Mm-hmm. At lunch, the, uh, their boss, Mr. What's his name? Powell. Mr. Powell. Mr. Powell. Asked Jim if he's happy where he yeah. is. Oh, he says, you're not happy where you oh, are. Oh, yes. He's yeah. like, you're not happy here, right? Yeah. And then we have, then we cut. Cut back to home. Yeah. Uh, Steve walks in wearing an eye patch. Yeah. And a pretty sweet shirt too. Yeah. Do you like that shirt? Yeah. They Ooh. call him, they call him Captain Hook. And yeah. then Kelly, then he like throws it back at Kelly because she's there yeah. and says, didn't we call you that before you had your nose job? Right, yeah. <laughs> Which is so mean. Yeah, it's pretty mean. Um, do you think he was wearing that eye patch because something in real life had happened to I his kinda eye? I kind of wondered because it was out of nowhere. It was very random. Did they say what happened? I don't think they addressed they, it really. They, well, they said he he had some excuse for wearing yeah. it. Yeah. Something about his contact or I don't something. know why they didn't just say he heard it in the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you don't see his eye hurt, but I just feel like yeah. he just had a big fist fight. So he could be like, yeah, yeah I guess something. But you know. later in the episode, he's not wearing the eye yeah. patch. So, yeah. Very, very weird. Yeah, it is weird. 
Jim comes in. He looks shaken. Yes, sends, he does. Sends Kelly and Steve you home, and they all are like, "All right, you've been fired. Yeah. Like, we'll get through this." Yeah, you know what's you know what's great though. Before they get to that, he kind of pulls him into the living room, and Cindy's like, "Did that sob fire you?" <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" For Cindy, that's like saying the F yeah, word. Yeah. Um, but he didn't get fired. He got promoted Woo! Uh, to whatever senior VP, senior VP, something, executive, yeah. something. But but guess what? Wrench. They have to move back to Minneapolis. Barf. No one wants to do. No this. one does. They all they vote on ballots. Yeah. They all write what they want to do, and all three of them vote. To yeah, stay. and I just feel like this is not again going back to like the Walsh marriage. I feel like you got to talk to your wife. Yeah. A little bit. You yeah. can't just be like, all right, we're, I've decided we're putting it to a vote, and then we'll yeah. just do whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was a little crazy. So they all vote no, and he... They all want to stay, yeah. Yeah, he calls his boss to tell him yeah. the news. But you know, I love it when Cindy goes up there, and she's like, what the heck, you know? And he's like, what about you? I thought you were going to vote with me, and Brandon would cave under pressure. <laughs> Which is probably so a good bet I think on that's his exactly part. what would have happened. Think, yeah. I think that was a safe bet, yeah. but not in this... Cindy was the swing vote there. Yeah, not in this moment. Um, so he calls his boss to to say that he's not going to accept the job and guess what what his boss doubles his salary that's insane doubles that's his insane. salary and of course i just keep thinking of a christmas carol when he's like double my salary yeah, yeah. um so jim's like that's it we're yep. going yeah like double my salary yep we're, he we're said, doing he this. said the vote was called on account of a windfall yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> yep so they're moving yep that night I guess Brandon doesn't have a car. In the last episode, Kelly said something about his car, but um, he's saying, like, if we stay, I'll have enough money to buy my car soon. So he he doesn't have a car yet. Uh, Cindy says they're going to, the lease on the house, I guess it's a company lease. I guess so, yeah. Which I didn't realize, but it's up on June 1st. Yeah. So they're going to move. That's their their end game. Beginning of summer. Brandon and Brenda make a pros and cons list Mm -hmm. about staying and going back to Minneapolis. Um. They put snow in the pros column, which yeah. living where we live right. would never ever put that in right. the pros column. Personally. I, you know, I like seasons, so I if that's if they're saying a change of seasons, I'll give them that. Yeah, but okay, which they do. Yeah. They do say the okay. seasons right. at the very beginning. Brenda hasn't even brought up that like the love of her life, Dylan. She's not going to be able right. to be with him <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. Like it's just not even the right. thing. I feel like yet. that would be her first thing. Oh yeah, definitely. That she would say, yeah. like, what about me and Dylan? But no. At school, everyone is, they're gathered for lunch. They're right. all upset that Brenda's leaving. Kelly offers to let Brenda stay at her house mm-hmm. for the summer. Um, and Kel- uh, Brenda really wants to do that. Steve then offers for Brandon to stay at his house. And Brandon says, no, I need to be with my family. Yeah. And Steve, le- he, Steve's he, very yeah, upset. Yeah, he doesn't like, he's got to go clean his iPad. Yeah. He's upset. <laughs> and he walks off. At the Peach Pit, Brandon tells Nat that he's leaving. And Nat is, you know, like, oh, we'll miss yeah. you if- you know, I gotta say, like looking back on the series, I like Nat, but I find him a little grating in this mm. first season. Do I didn't you find him grating, okay. but he's definitely got a got a personality. Yeah, he does a certain personality. He does. Andrea shows up at the Peach Pit, and she wants to have a goodbye dinner with Brandon, mm-hmm. and so Brandon agrees to go. Out, yeah. out with her. And he's not really seeing it as a date. I no. don't think so. No, and he says that to Brenda later. It's not a date. They're just going out as friends. At home, Jim doesn't want Brenda to stay right. at Kelly's. Right. Um, I don't think the family should separate. Yeah, I don't think the family... And then she's like, well, look who's doing it first because yeah, yeah. he's leaving to right. go to Minneapolis. Jim gives Brandon his car mm-hmm. because he's going to get a company car. Yeah. And then he leaves to to go to Minneapolis. At school, Steve is still really mad at Brandon. Yeah. Like, won't even talk to Brandon. Right. Dylan, and Bre- Dylan and Brenda have a little bit of talking about, you know, like, oh, I'm so glad you're not... Li-. I guess they're assuming she's going to yeah, stay for the summer. In, yep. But then Kelly shows up and says that her mom said no right. to Brenda staying because... Um, she's, you know, still in recovery and she, she thinks it would be too much yeah. for Brenda to, to stay. So now they're all, you know, I don't really it. understand why it never comes up for Dylan to just go to Minneapolis. Yeah. I, mean, I has, really thought that was going to, no, you know, no, no ties. Know. You know what I mean? He's just like I, living I in a thought, hotel. I thought that that was going to be a thing, but he never yeah. even like, no, that's never, never even an option for never him. Never an option. I mean, I'm sure he could like fly to Minneapolis pretty right. often yeah, that's if true. he wanted to. Yeah. At home, Cindy and Brenda are talking about Dylan and how it's going to be hard for for them to do. You know, Brenda is worried that if they do the long distance thing, that that Dylan's going to end up cheating on her, and Mm -hmm. because everyone wants to be with Dylan, so she's worried about that. 
At the beach, Andrea and Brandon are having their dinner. Yeah. Their their date night. Yeah. So they're like walking the boardwalk and, and talking. Andrea has a surprise for Brandon. Oh, God. Uh, so they, they get on a so carousel, gross. which is the weirdest place to have this conversation. It is, it is very and weird. And Brandon's like, so what's the surprise? And she's like, I'm the surprise. Yeah. I'm, I'm your gift. Yeah. She keeps saying... I'm your gift. Yeah. And it's so weird. It and it's weird. the weirdest place it is weird. to propose that they have sex. She's like, I'll be your concubine. Yeah. <laughs> On I've, a carousel. I've chosen this, this, is where she this child's to say carnival this. ride to yeah. tell you that my body is yours. So Brandon is obviously... Flummoxed. Yeah. he And he ends up leaving it like, I'll think about it. Right. Uh, doesn't give her an answer there. No. Later, I guess it's the next day, Brandon and... Uh, Brenda are walking yeah, on the beach. Yeah. Brenda is wearing like a full black dress. I couldn't understand what she was doing. Yeah, it's like Brandon and Father Brown walking yeah. down the street. I don't <laughs> it's really, get it at all. Really weird beach outfit. It was. Uh, they run into Dylan, who's there surfing. Yeah. And this is where Brandon finds out that uh, they did it. They they did it. That they've they been did sleep, it. sleeping together for a couple weeks since now. the prom. Yep. Back in Minneapolis, Jim is swamped. Yeah, he is. He is going to be super yep. busy. Yep. It look it's like an Alka Seltzer commercial. Like yeah. Jim's just like, oh no. <laughs> what am I gonna Stacks do? Stacks of papers yeah. and things. <laughs> at the beach back at the beach, there's slow dramatic music yes. playing. Dylan wants to do the long distance thing. Yeah. He doesn't want to break it off. Yeah. He wants to to keep dating her and they'll make it work. We get a callback to the episode the first time because we're talking about Cheryl. Remember this? Yes. Yeah. I was like, ooh, yes. continuity. Talking about, because Brenda's like, it didn't work with Brandon and his girlfriend, yeah. which, to Dylan's credit, they weren't dating. Right. They had, like, broken they up. broke up. Yeah. Because of the move. Um, so. I was just, I just like that we acknowledge yeah. that episode. Yeah. You know? For real. Because typically they don't. Yeah. And uh, so, so Dylan kind of convinces her, we're going to make this work. Yeah. Long distance. At school, Brandon accepts Andrea's gift. He does. Yep. Uh, she he walks up to her and she's kind of like, "Oh, it's fine. Like I was just being whatever." But then he's like, he's like "No, I want you to let's be do it. I want your gift." <laughs> I have a. Uh... <laughs> Is this where they're standing in front of a giant wall yeah. that says "Go for it"? Yeah. Is that what the wall yes. says? Yes. It's very That's subtle. That's funny. It's very that subtle. That is funny. Yep. I did not read what it said. Oh, yes. That's really funny. Yep. Cindy and Jim are talking on the phone about yep. just how busy he is. Right. And uh, she's like, are you sure? Do you want to yeah. do this? Because if you're already this busy. Yeah. like He blows I, off their friends in Minneapolis yeah, and stuff. And she's can't like, well, go to dinner with are them. you going to do that to us? Yeah. At the Peach Pit, Andrea and Brandon's sex plans aren't going to no, work out. No, they fall through. They're, they're, for, yeah, first they're going to go to Andrea's aren't house, lining but, up. but Andrea's like, oh, it's my aunt's birthday. And I'm yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And they keep having problems. Then it's her problems. dad's poker night. Yeah. So then Brand- Brandon comes up with this plan that they're going to sneak into the Peach Pit yeah. and do it in the Peach Pit. Yeah, and she says, what What movie does she reference? <sighs> I was going to look that up. Post, I, rings, oh, uh, Postman Always Rings Twice? Is that what it's called? I can't anyway, remember. Anyway, like the that. bottom line is, she says in that movie, they do it on, on the, the counter. counter. And Brandon's like, I'll have to watch that movie. Ugh. I'm like, what? Ugh. Okay. Uh, Steve comes in, and I, he's still upset with Brandon. They talk for a second, yeah. and then he gets mad. And it's yeah. like, Brandon, you're in my face too much. Yeah. And I'm like, you came here right. to his work. <laughs> right. And you're saying that. Uh, and to he... his place of business. <laughs> and he, he storms out. Yep. Uh, he's, he's still really mad at Brandon. At Dylan's, Brenda, they've just had sex and Brenda is crying and says they need to break up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and well, he's here like, you go. what the heck? This you scene... just did this to to break up with me? This and she says I wanted to be with you one more time, yeah. which is pervy. Yeah. But here's here, you finally got what you wanted. You see them in bed together. <laughs> It's all I've they, ever wanted. They sit up. They've got the covers yeah. covering the significant yep. parts. Yeah. Just I like, was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, I okay. It actually was kind of surprising because we've yeah. never seen anything like that. Yeah. A little with Brandon and Cheryl, but, yeah. you know. So I feel like Dylan could have fought harder in this scene, but yeah. whatever. He's like, don't do this. And she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. We've got to break up. I yeah. can't do this. Which I feel like is is surprising. Yeah. I feel like that's a surprising move from her. Yeah. I feel like she would want to try and do the long distance thing. Yeah. I, I mean, especially because episodes before, I mean, she was, she's always just been very, like, 
I don't know. Not clingy. I guess but I'm surprised into, given into the relationship. I do feel like Brenda has is acting out of character here, but I think like in in a different way. Like I feel like the Brenda from like the one where she's like, I'm gonna move out and become a stand up comic, like all that stuff where she makes these yeah. bold decisions. I think it'd be more likely for her to be like, I'm staying. I'm staying. Period. Yeah. You know, like yeah. figure it out. I'm not leaving. Yeah. You know. I thought that was gonna happen. That's what I thought was gonna when yeah. I when I read ahead the yeah. synopsis and I don't wasn't ever supposed do that. to. Uh I was like, well, I wonder if they're going to do a thing where Cindy and Jim yeah. leave and right. Brandon and Brenna find right. a way to stay yeah. so they can graduate mm-hmm. um, in Beverly Hills. But yeah. Anyway, at home, Kelly doesn't want to come over and help Brenda pack. Yeah. <laughs> Brenda's she says like, it's too you want to help? Yeah, too depressing. To help her mom pack. She yeah. said she was going to help her mom pack up things around yeah, the house. And true. Kelly's like, that's too sad. Then Brandon and... I think it's Brandon and Brenda are talking. It's either Brandon and Brenda or Brandon and Jim are talking. But it looks like Brandon is wearing scrubs. The shirt he's wearing looks like mm. like medical scrubs. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I believe it. But Jim, no, it's Brenda. Okay. Brenda tells Brandon that when she, they moved from Minneapolis, her friends like froze her out. And so maybe that's what Steve is yeah. doing because he's upset. Yeah. That, that Brandon's leaving. Well, so, again, I mean, this this is like we have some continuity, we don't have others. Brandon should know, especially the fight about the mom in the beginning. Yeah. Brandon should know that Steve's just had this big emotional breakdown yeah. about not connecting with he people should put that together. and being abandoned. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Brandon's just kind of like, "See you later." Yeah, you know. So he definitely should know. Yeah. Bad, so he bad goes, friending from Brandon. Yes, agreed. So he goes to the to the beach with Steve and yeah. they kind of fight it out right. and uh, end up yeah. okay, hugging it. Yeah, hugging it out. Going and cut off some shirts yeah. to wear together. <laughs> <laughs> at home Cindy is wearing her sexy blue shirt yes yeah, she is in this yeah. scene yeah. and they're they're packing yeah. and, and talking and uh, Brenda's talking about how she already misses Dylan and they've been broken up for like three days at this point and she's they're, so they're talking about how hard that is um, wrote something that doesn't make any sense I wrote Brenda at, at and at him huh and maybe I wrote met mad mad Maybe know. Brenda's mad. She's mad at Jim. That's oh, well, what it sure, is. sure, yeah. She's mad at Jim for, for moving them. Yeah. Um, and how could he do that to them? Jim calls and says that he has to take a later flight. Mm-hmm. He's already that busy. Which is kind of mirrors the beginning of the series, remember? Yeah. Like he's stuck yes, in Minneapolis. He yes. can't get away. That's what you I know, thought He has of. to keep taking later flights. Yes. At the Peach Pit, Brandon comes in. Andrea's wearing this like sexy red dress. Yeah. Which, when I first saw it, I was like, how did she get in there yeah. before him? But then we see it's a dream. Yep, we got another he's dream. A, he's at the beach, and he's he's dreaming about doing it with Andrea yeah. in the on beach. on the counter. Pit. Don't yep, forget that. on the counter. Uh, so he wakes up at the beach, and Steve is there, and he's like, don't you have a date? And he has to go get ready for his date. At home, Jim came home. Yeah, hi, Jim. He he made it home. Yep. Nat calls and says that he can't get a hold of Brandon. They're having this, this private thing I at the Peach Pit. I was terrified <laughs> that Brenda was going to show up as Laverne. Yes. I was so worried. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking because that. Because they want Brenda to come work at the Peach Pit, and I'm like, if she gets that hair nut out, so I I'm out. I wasn't even thinking I'm that. I'm done. I wasn't even thinking that. So Brenda finally agrees to go work yeah. at the Peach Pit. Yeah. At the Peach Pit, Brandon meets up with Andrea. They're like kissing yeah. outside. They do a lot of kissing in this episode. They do. They do. And they walk in and guess what? Surprise. Surprise. It's a surprise party. Everybody's there but Scott. Another not nice move by Kelly. Yeah. Andrea had come to Kelly yeah. to talk about this with yeah. Brandon doing this with Brandon and Kelly's like oh let's have a party let's have a surprise party yeah. at the peach bit right. instead of you guys having sex on the counter yeah. so yeah it was all Kelly's idea David is there filming everyone's goodbyes yeah. uh, Brenda Brenda obvious and eventually shows up yeah. with with Cindy and Jim yeah. and is surprised as well David is everyone's going to David and he's filming their mm-hmm. goodbyes and talking about how much the the Walshes have meant to him yeah. to, to all of them um, and I so wrote here aren't, Dylan doesn't do cameras yeah he doesn't do can- cameras and I wrote aren't Brenda and Brandon wonderful they are they're just the best they've made such an impact <laughs> and in the background I don't know if you noticed but they wrote goodbye Walshes yeah but they like forgot an e so they wrote in big letters W A L S H S, and then they put a little e. That's funny. In between, um, it was funny. Which how would you spell it? Wouldn't you spell it W A L S H? I don't know. Apostrophe S. No, not apostrophe S. No. No. It, so maybe it is E S. I don't. I don't know. That's. I mean, if it was a word, like if not a proper noun, it would be. We need to call my wife. I know. She's, she's the, she would explain. She's the editor. She would explain. Um. So anyway, I just I thought that was a, a nice is, like touch for cute. whoever that's whoever cute. made that. Um. 
Let's see. What's next? Dylan says the Walshes are the only family that he's got, and he's really thankful for them. So then Jim stands up to make a little speech and decides in the moment they're not going to move. Again, talk to your wife. I know. (laughs) Have a conversation. I know. He just otherwise. Otherwise, this Glenn's going to come back for the 17-year age, yeah. swoop in, take Cindy. When people were watching this for the first time, was it was it up in the air whether the show was going to continue? The first season was not particularly successful. Okay. I don't think it was struggling. So do you think it was like people really didn't know whether they were going to stay in Beverly Hills? Like was this I, a was this a shocker, do you think? I don't think that I don't think that at the time I don't think at the time people were worried that it was going to get, like, canceled. But I think it was more just, like, how is this going to work? Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, whether... Because for me, I was like, well, obviously they're going to stay. Yeah. So it wasn't that big But of you a... do kind of wonder if maybe the parents are going to go. Yeah, or that's if, true. if we're going to have an arc where they're back and forth or that's something, true. you know. That's true. So... Andre and Brandon... I've got to say, actually, I am a little surprised that it resolves in this episode. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Re- yeah. Rather than having it be some kind of cliffhanger. Yeah. You know... We get but a different cliffhanger in just are, a minute. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think they have their summer plans yeah. to do this series. So I think they don't even want to mess with having a cliffhanger. But okay. Anyway. Yeah. Andre and Brandon decide to stay friends, yes. I guess. Yeah. Because how could they possibly be more than friends right. if he's staying? Right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, th- I think that's silly. Yeah. But anyway. Well, we'll get into that. Then Brenda drops a bombshell. Yes. To Dylan. Yes. Who, I guess they're going to stay together. Yeah. And Brenda says that she is late. Late. She's late. Yep. And that's how it ends. Yep. She might be carrying a set of sideburns. That was that was a cliffhanger. Yep. That was a cliffhanger. Okay. We well, did it. That's nine, the episode. Nine hundred two one zero snap. Oh snap! I I really think it was Andrea proposing. Yes, I think sex on the carousel. I think I have to change mine because <laughs> I thought the most the most like zany moment was when they were like that. I'll double your salary. <laughs> I thought that, but you can't really compare with Andrea riding a carousel horse <laughs> being like, take me, my man. You know, I mean, that's It really pretty... was like that. It was. It was, it was strange. It was. It All was, right. It was very strange. Um, okay, so that's that's our snap. Here's, you know what? Maybe we'll save this for the season recap. Okay. How about that? All right, so let's just jump onto that. Let's stick Let's stick to the thing here. Do, did you like this episode? I did. Yeah. I did. I think. I I wish that it, uh, I guess it sort of shores up that everybody, that the Walshes are important to everybody. Yeah. I don't think it's so much of like a, a give and take. I don't know that like, I don't know. I guess I would have liked it to firm up a lot of these relationships a little mm-hmm. bit more or have there to be a little bit of like retrospection about them. But it's really just more like, we love the Walshes. Yeah. So I think it's a good episode. I don't think it's a great episode. I think, I think the stuff with Brandon and Andrea is probably the most... The thing that that is pushes pushes the storyline the most, yeah. Because we've danced around that all season and they yeah. haven't done anything with it, so I think that's probably the most important thing. I think the episode's good, not great. You yeah. know, like I would. As someone who's had to move a lot, I found some things to be true and some things like I would never have reacted okay. that way. There was so. some there was some scenes that I really liked earlier when they're talking about moving and the whole gang is sitting around like in the quad or wherever, yeah. like having their lunch. And I really liked having them all together like yeah. that. I thought that was cool. We've had a couple of those in the last yeah. couple episodes and where I, they're I all think together. That's, that's the thing that like it for my money keeps this show like so you can go back and revisit it is that the ensemble is so strong. It is. And so anytime you have them together, it's just really it's a nice moment. So I think the episode is is good. I think it holds up. I don't think it does anything particularly new or exciting, but I think it's a decent episode. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Let's move in to our season recap. Season recap. You ready to do this? Uh, well, the first season consists of 22 episodes, which I think for a long time does remain the shortest season. It might be the shortest season of all. Ugh. but <laughs> I hate long seasons. I'm sorry. I do. Uh, four characters were appeared in every episode. Jason Priestley, Shannon Doherty, Jenny Garth, and Carol Potter are in all episodes of the first really? season. Really? Everybody else. Carol take... Potter is in every episode? She is. I know. Oh. I was surprised about that, too, but she is. Even mm-hmm. the scenes where when Jim's not there, it's like you have at least one quick yeah. Mrs. Walsh scene. Mm-hmm. Everybody else misses uh, a couple. In the case of, say... Um, uh, Douglas Emerson as Scott misses several. Uh, Nat as a guest star is in 10 of oh. the 22 episodes. Um, but largely, like, the cast is there for the majority of them. Steve isn't in every episode. There's one episode that is basically just the Walshes and Kelly. And oh, that's yeah. the one that, that I think cuts Steve out. Yeah. There's one where, like, Steve and Andrea don't appear. But, yeah, for the most part, they're there. Um, 
let's i want to i want to talk about i mean we can talk about whatever you want but mm-hmm. i was thinking uh we could we could get into some like character dynamics but let's just sort of go through and say what episodes stood out to us the most so what about you if you had to pick like two episodes what do you think your favorites of the season um, would be well definitely isn't it romantic because i liked i liked dylan and brenda yeah. and i liked dylan being you know, yeah. being there more. And there were some really dramatic moments in that episode. Um, so I really like that one. And uh, probably Slumber Party. That's intense. I, I liked That's that one. There's episode. some good character moments in that one. Um, and uh, there's some drama yeah. and there's some crazy dancing. And Did you did you, did you, did you read that novelization? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. That's in uh, Mel Gildan's novelization of that episode. The, the book's called No Secret, no Secrets, right? Yep. I thought the novelization added a little bit of yeah, stuff too, you know, it just did. like in, internal monologues it did. and things. But Well, in the uh, in the book, he changes he changes it to Oh, he changes it so that on it's revealed that Andrea is out of district, which I thought was strange. Oh. Because in the in the show it doesn't do that. Does it not? No. Oh. It talks it's just her talking about how she would want to sleep with Brandon. Oh, okay. But in the book, it's like, no, that's not your secret. This is your secret. Oh. So I th- I thought that was interesting. interesting. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, those those two episodes I agree with you on Isn't It Romantic. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, I think really, if you had to, like, obviously you have to watch the pilot, I would say. Yeah. But if if you were going to be like, give me give me a little bit of a, like, what's 90210 season one? What's the flavor? I would say watch Isn't It Romantic. Yeah. Because I think the, um, I think the Kelly, not, sorry, the, um, the Brenda Dillon stuff is kind of an iconic aspect of 90210. Mm-hmm. You know, in the long run of things, like if you don't know much about the show, I feel like you know, maybe you didn't. I but, didn't know, okay. actually. But I think Brenda Kel- Brenda Dillon is like one of those things that yeah. is just sort of like Hot Topic would have a t-shirt with Brenda and Dillon. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I think Isn't It Romantic is really important. And I've, you know, re-watching the pilot with you for this podcast, it was a little slower than I remembered, but I think it works. I just mm. think it's a really good intro to the characters. I think it works as just its own standalone little movie, and I really like it. So my two favorites for this for this season would be the pilot and isn't it romantic? Nice. On the flip side of that, my least favorites would be famous where you find it. Obviously. Primarily because I just hate Laverne. But, Obviously. But I think the whole soap opera plot with Brandon is yeah. just goes nowhere yeah. and just wastes time and doesn't do anything at all series wise. With the very next episode is when he's running for class president and it's not even a thing yeah. nope. that Brandon was on TV. It's nothing. So for that reason, I just hate it. And spring training, we just covered last week. It's weird I just, that you don't like that episode. I that just much. to me that was just like white noise. I was like, how is this episode still going? Hmm. I just didn't like it at all. Interesting. So those those are my two, but definitely fame is where you find it. Yes, it's, fame is where you find it was definitely one of I my mean, least. I'm very episodes. indifferent to spring training, but fame is where you find it. I hate. Oh, that made your list too. Yes, it okay. did. Yep, that was on there just okay. because of all the the Brenda stuff in that one. And then for my other, I almost put the stand up and deliver just because I found that episode oh, so weird. I did too. But that was close. One I would favorite. probably never want to watch again is the seventeen year itch. Where Cindy's having the affair. Yeah, just because it was so it was unpleasant. To it was go unpleasant. there with that character. It was unpleasant. I didn't like want to to watch it. I know. So. In that, in the, when we covered that on the podcast, we kind of waffled on whether or not that was a good episode or whether or not it was a relevant episode. Mm. You know. And I think the reason why it stayed out of my least favorites is because in retrospect, like looking back at the whole season, I feel like. I'm never going to forget that episode. That's true. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's one that's not, it doesn't just become like, oh yeah, it's the episode where it's like you really remember that episode. So I think it, it is interesting that, that the parents get the A plot for maybe the only time. And, uh, you know, it is a well, it is a well produced, well done, well acted hour of TV. It just doesn't really fit 90210. Yeah. So it's, it's in a weird place. So I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right. This next one is hard. It uh, is hard. Because I think there's many different answers to it, but I'm curious who you are, who's like your favorite character right now? Who do you want to see? Who do you want to watch? I, I do have a lot that I, I yeah. enjoy watching. Like, it's, I don't know. It was hard to choose, but I, I'm going to go with Andrea. Andrea. Okay. Yeah. I what like is her. it about her? I don't know. I like, well, I've talked a lot about her fashion. I mm-hmm. like her, I love her glasses and her hair and the clothes she wears. Um, I like that she's got this like, uh, backstory where she's like out of district but she's really smart and so and 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 i like her thing with brandon so 
Yeah, she's she's a pretty strong character. Uh, for me, I mean, I guess this is cliche, but I I think Brandon. It is, is cliche. The, is, I'm sorry. <laughs> is the one that I is the one that I'm liking the most. And I don't know, I don't know that if I would. No, I probably would. But you know, I think season by season that might change, like mm. who I'm most interested in. But I feel like with Brandon right now, as the lead of the show and as arguably the central character, yeah. I think he inches out Brenda as really little, like the yeah. central character. Um, I think it's been interesting to see him young again you know because i just haven't seen these episodes in so right, long so yeah. to, like to see young brandon and thinking like in the context of everything that happens and the choices he makes and all that it's interesting to see a character who is presented as and i think is like inherently a good character yeah but in this season he just he makes horrible decisions he's not he's not a great friend he's not yeah. a great brother but i think that like you see his like immaturity you see him trying to sort of like swim through that and navigate into being like a good character. And I've really enjoyed that journey with Brandon. Yeah. So that's for me. Um, We did these out of order, but uh, let me ask you who your favorite guest star is. Favorite guest star, definitely Matthew Perry. All right. Love yeah, seeing Matthew sense. Perry. That makes sense. I almost said Matthew Perry, but I had to go with Carla Montana, who plays Carla in East Side Story. She did a really that, good job. You know, that's kind of a that's kind of a dorky episode. You know, mm-hmm. it's a little melodramatic and stuff. But I think that that actress manages to make that character feel completely fleshed out and like she played that like she was a primary character on yeah. the show. You know what I mean? She yeah. she really did and really nailed it. So I got to give it to her. Um, so that that's sort of the basics there. Let's talk characters now. All right, let's okay. talk just the grand scheme of things. This is since we were just talking about Brandon and Andrea, I have one that um, I I think might be a divisive issue for this podcast. Okay. Between the two of us. Okay. I would argue that Brandon and Andrea have no like sexual chemistry. Mm. I think that they have great friend chemistry. Like the two actors really work together, and mm-hmm. I think their dynamic is really fun. But I think that, like, I get the impression that the that the, that the writers and the arc of the show was to kind of get those characters together in this season. And I think that, like, they just had to sort of throw in the towel and be mm. like, it doesn't work. Yeah. Because I just don't think that it does. They are really good as friends. They are. They, they, they are. They play off each other very well yeah. in that uh, regard. I can't help but, I know we've talked about this before, but I can't help but think of Smallville. Yeah. And how, you know, Smallville kind of patterned, I'm, I'm sure that they patterned the it's Clark and so Chloe similar. characters. It's so similar. Because in Smallville, you have Clark Kent and, and Chloe Sullivan, who's his, you know, his kind of his scrappy little best friend. And, the newspaper. Yeah, yeah the editor. newspaper. Yeah, the newspaper editor. And you have those two characters where one is a little bit more into it and they, they both kind of recognize like this could be something. And in Smallville, as well as 90210, it just, they yeah. just don't have that like in Smallville, romantic. Spoiler, yeah. they do kiss. Right. Yeah, it's true. At one point. Yeah. So, And yeah. it doesn't work. No. It's like. Yeah. So you agree? I, I, I see what you're saying. And if they never like get together, I would probably yeah. accept that. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I guess I just like scenes with them together. Oh, I do too. I do too. And so. I think, I think really they do have a very natural chemistry. I think in some ways he's better with her than he is with a lot of the other actors at this mm-hmm. point. He and Luke Perry haven't really gotten to do a ton of scenes together yeah. in this season, but I feel like the two of them is, is magic. And I think we'll see that like going forward. But, um, Brandon and Andrea really do have this perfect chemistry that makes those characters a lot of fun to watch. And I'm glad that the that the writers or whoever decided like let's let's kind of show what this would be like because when they start like making out in the mm-hmm. finale and stuff it's just a little like <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure about I was this. willing to go there. I was too. I was too. And I found myself like this time around, I was a little more like okay, maybe, <laughs> but I just I think they make the right decision, yeah. you know? It's like they have this sort of unrequited thing a little bit that they can't quite put into words. It's like it's like they're sort of more than just friends, but they don't really have a place to go with right, that. You yeah. know? So I actually kind of... Um, I know you were kind of skeptical in that last episode where they decided, well, I'm not moving, so it doesn't really make sense yeah. for us to pursue this. But yeah. I kind of think that's true. Yeah. It's like they have enough chemistry to have one like big moment together and then never see each other again. But yeah. like, they're going to date? Yeah. I just yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, I agree. I think that... Um, you make good points. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> I, I do think that Brandon and Kelly showed something. And mm-hmm. I think that I think that was maybe a mistake to do those episodes back to back. And even within the... Um, going back a few episodes in the, in the spring dance episode, you have him paired with Kelly. 
And then right after that, they sort of try to pair him with Andrea. Yeah. And when you like juxtapose those two, it's like, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. So putting them so close together, I feel like was a bit of a mistake. Mm. But um, I don't know. What else? What else are you feeling? What about David? What about David and Scott? What about them? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I feel like neither one of them has a place in this show. Yeah. But I, I mean, from what I, from what I have seen, it yeah. seems like David becomes like a big part mm-hmm. of, of the, of the show. So I don't know. I mean, they, I think they do their job, which yeah. is to be the like funny, goofy yeah. freshman. Um, but not like my favorite character. I, I did like the, the spring fling episode yeah. with all that stuff with David. Yeah. Um, so I guess I feel like they're underutilized. You know, yeah. I think that they're just too I think they could really work as characters if if you kind of bring them in a little bit and have have more interaction because I'm thinking back like uh the very first scene where Dylan appears, he's standing up for Scott and they have that little moment. Brandon and Scott have that goofy thing about um Scott talking about his girlfriend from camp. Do you remember that? Yeah. When Brandon's yeah. yeah. And like that David, you mean? It was that David? I think it was I thought it was Scott. Oh, maybe it was Scott. Well, anyway, Scott has very few scenes with yeah. anybody. And I got to kind of wonder if it's because somebody has to be like the sort of like, oh, we're down to earth. We're, we're the down to earth people. And they've kind of cast the Walshes as that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes Scott redundant in that way. Yeah. To be like the, be a square, like normal guy reacting to things going on. It's like, that's kind of Brandon and Brenda's shtick. So Maybe there's not room for that, but I really just think that that David and Scott are really under underwritten in mm. this. And I think when David does get moments, they're usually like creepy, unpleasant moments. Yeah, they so, are. So many of them are. I don't think if you just if you just were to look at this season alone, I don't think either of those characters no. really are any good. No. For the run, and Donna. It's weird to me that you put Donna in the opening credits and give her like 10 lines spread out over the course of 22 yeah. episodes. You know yeah. what I mean? That's just... I mean, she does get her own storyline at, at one yeah, point. Yeah, she does with like but... a learning disability episode yeah. and, and a few other things like that. But she's not really clicked as a character, I don't no. think. And I don't think that her her relationship with... The only really like rock solid relationship she has is with Kelly. And I think even that she's kind of shown as to be like a second tier friend. Yeah. You know, I will say that this season has made me like Tori Spelling more okay. because I've never been a Tori Spelling fan. Okay. Just never really liked her, mm-hmm. but I did enjoy watching mm-hmm. her in this season. Mm-hmm. So the, the little things that she, yeah. she does get. So I think when you, if you want to grade people on acting, I think that I would maybe like give the trophy to Jenny Garth for this season mm. because she has a lot of good moments. I think that she just takes whatever is thrown at her yeah. and, and makes it work. Mm-hmm. You know, Slumber Party is a perfect example, but so is the scene where uh, Jackie's coked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything she goes through there, hiding it, feeling awkward with her mom, like feeling defensive about it, feeling vulnerable. Like she does every single one of those. And I don't think many of the other characters have shown that actors, you know, I don't think many of the other actors have shown that kind of depth in Mm. this season so far. Agreed. And I think sometimes when called to, they can't quite do it. Yeah. I would say Shannon Doherty's had some moments where like, it's meant to be a dramatic scene, but it gets a little, um, (laughs) gets a little community theater like every once in a while. You know what I mean? So I just don't think that like, Everything is even at this point, but I think Jenny Garth kind of has a head start. I think that even though I, f- I found Kelly to be kind of an inconsistent character, mm-hmm. I think that if it was a actress not as skilled as her, you wouldn't feel positively about that character. Yeah, agreed. I think that she brings a lot to it, even even when Kelly is shown to be um, not a great person. I think that what she's bringing to it still makes her compelling, and that's so challenging. Yeah, you know. So I, I would give her props for that. Yeah. Um, what about Steve? How are you feeling about Ian's earring, Steve? I th- I kind of like Steve. I mean, he's he's you know selfish and he's uh, superficial, but I I don't know. He I mean he has some a lot of funny moments. He has a lot of dramatic yeah. moments, and I think Ian Ziering does a does a really good job I with do the too. character. I think he's game for everything, and I have to sort of feel bad for. I, I would be interested to know what Ian Ziering's experience on the first season was because I'm sure that he was pitched a different kind of show because mm. it's not envisioned with the Dylan. Yeah. And I don't think that Dylan was meant to be Brandon's best friend. I don't think that's where it was supposed to go. Yeah. But I think they just saw the natural chemistry there and leaned into it. So I think that in a lot of ways, Ian Ziering's Steve kind of gets displaced as being the like the second male lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And with Dylan still kind of 
I mean, technically he's a series regular, but it wasn't designed that way. And I think he's still kind of, they're still trying to like exactly find out how that works. But I think Steve has suffered for that because you see a lot of him. Remember in the early days where all he's doing is like hanging out with David? Yeah. And just not really having anything to do? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I think, uh, I feel like later, like the second half of the season, they start to like find stuff for him. Yeah, I think they course correct a little bit because he does, by the end, he is kind of coming back and being a really close yeah. like, friend with Brandon. And that, that works. Like you can have the two. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like... Uh, to use a Star Trek analogy, it's kind of like... I thought a, you were going to say friends. <clears throat> no. How there's, you know, the three there guys are the and three. friends. No, but it's kind of... It kind of becomes like a Kirk, Spock, McCoy oh, dynamic yeah. with the three of them because, mm-hmm. like, you don't really see Dylan and Steve hanging out together. But right. they kind of, like... You know, Dylan's more like the serious side of, of like, Brandon's stuff, whereas Steve is the more, like, superficial, like, goofy side. Yeah. And so the three of them together, it works pretty well. And I don't think they've really settled into that yet. But you can see, like you're saying by the second half, that it's kind of getting there. Um, the parents are fine. Yeah. I enjoy watching Cindy. Yeah. I think when they're given something to do, like... Um, yeah. What's the episode where they're, where they're with the swingers? I don't remember what that is. That's but... the... Um... Palm That's Springs. That's the party episode. Oh, the party episode. Right. Okay. They're very funny. Yeah. Like, I think in that scene, Carol Potter, and, or that whole episode, Carol Potter and James Heckhouse, it's like they're off shooting their own little like indie movie about yeah. a couple, you know, and I think that they're really funny. So I think that they both have managed to bring a little bit more, I think Carol Potter more than James Heckhouse because he mm, tends agreed. to be, he tends to be written as more of a stereotypical, like, I'm the dad, I'm yeah. the man kind of character. And it's like, okay, yeah. pump the brakes. I think we need to bring back his uh, keyboard. We yeah. never see that again. You just again. see the keyboard the one time. Yeah. Yeah, that would flesh him out. Yeah. Who haven't we talked about? To get everybody? Um, I mean, we sort of talked about Audrey in the context of Brandon, but... Brenda? We didn't really just yeah. talk about just Brenda. Yeah. Brenda's had an interesting arc. I feel like they're finally starting to figure her out in the yeah. second half of the season. Yeah, um, agreed. But Laverne and the, the, the stand-up episode weren't that long ago. Yeah, but, that's true. But I think you do kind of find the, the right moments with her. And I think Brenda, at the time, and like even for me, is a very polarizing character. You mm. know what I mean? Like, yes. I like Brenda, but often I just want to be like, yes. let's move it along. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. So. Brenda has the most scenes where I'm just like, why are you acting this yes. way? Yes. I mean, Brandon has a lot of those scenes too, yeah. but... I felt I felt myself saying that a lot with Brenda. But I think too, when you just look at acting, I think Jason Priestley can sell it a little bit better. I think he can make it feel. Yeah. He has a way of making it feel, even though it's maybe erratic behavior for the character. It doesn't feel outside of how a character would react. Where I feel like sometimes with Brenda, it doesn't quite have a such a smooth transition. It's just kind of like woo woo. Yeah. She's just going from like wild uh, poles. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I I don't know. I don't know. But I think as a whole, the ensemble finally, like, together works really well. And I'm interested to, to, like, revisit season two because I feel like that's really where things solidify. And they're like, oh, it's this kind of show. Mm. Which was why I was so irritated, I think, with the baseball episode because I don't want to do that, like, issue of the week kind of episode. Yeah. And I really think, even though they'll still visit issues, I think we're kind of past that now. Okay, good. Someone going in blind. What's your overall impression? I really enjoyed the, yeah. this this season. I definitely. Uh, I mean, there were episodes that you know we've talked about didn't didn't mean too much, but for the most part, I each week was enjoying seeing the characters and really interested to see where they were going to go and enjoyed the performances from the actors as well. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to... Th- it's hard to think now, like, what did I think of this show before we started watching this? Yeah. I guess it... I just, like... I don't know. I I guess it just wasn't even, like... Yeah. I mean, we talked about the first... I didn't know anything right. yeah. going into this. Yeah. And now, I, I feel at the end of this season, like, I've gotten to know these characters and that they already feel like, like characters I want to keep watching. Yeah. So, I... I mean, well, mission, that's good. Mission I did, accomplished. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a pretty good. I definitely didn't hate it. It's funny because, like, when I was a kid watching this, like, in, in junior high or high school or whatever, like, I don't think a lot of my friends watched it, but everybody knew it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody could say Dylan. Or, yeah. You know, I mean, there was a, the dolls were everywhere. I mean, it was like <laughs> the merch was everywhere. The merch. So, uh, you know, it was, uh, it, was, it was a pretty big deal. And, um, well, I think when I think about the 90210 I like, I rarely am thinking about season one. Interesting. Um, I've had kind of a, 
you know, I usually think, oh, season one, you just have to get through, you know, like that's kind of been my approach. Like when my wife and I watched it forever ago, uh, I was like, season one is rough. It's rocky. You know, I, I was much more positive about it this time around, mm. you know, just like you said, there are episodes that are kind of a drag, but I, I think overall it still is pretty solid. Yeah. It's better than I remembered it. So yeah. All right. So you're in for season two. I'm in. What about seasons three through 10? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm in. That's a, that's a commitment. Should we do like prediction? Like what I think is going to happen for season yes. two? Yes. <laughs> I would be interested to know. Yes. This will be my, uh, let's hope I have a better poker face than Andrea. <laughs> well, it's going to be senior year, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, there's going to be some college stuff, mm-hmm. I assume. Okay. Some people going to college uh-huh. or like getting ready Prepping to go to college. college. Sure. Mm-hmm. Some people maybe, uh, you know, I'm going to this college and you go to this college mm-hmm. and, or maybe we go to the same college. I don't know. Okay. Um, Dylan and Brenda, I'm going to, well, I don't know. Cause there's this baby thing now. Yeah. I'm going to predict she's not pregnant. Okay. And that's what I'm going to predict. Who is together by the end of season two? I think, I think we might have some Brandon Kelly okay. stuff. All right. Brandon Kelly Brandon stuff. Kelly. I'm going to say Dylan and Brenda are going to break up. Dunzo. At some point. Forever? Maybe not forever. Okay. But I'm going to say there's a breakup. You think we're going to have a break. Okay. There's a breakup coming. I don't know about, like, Steve. Okay. I don't know who to, like, even predict he would be with. All right. At this point. All right. Andrea, what do you think she's, what do you think she's up to? I don't know. Okay. All right. Know. Any thoughts on David Scott? Any predictions on David and or Scott? I think we might see more David. Okay. More, more David episodes. And Scott. I don't know about Scott. Okay. I don't know what to think about Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll just still be there being like, you can't do that. (laughs) That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Isn't that silly? (laughs) I'm Scott. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, I'm excited for season two. Okay. Well, uh, thanks to everybody who stuck with us for season one. Uh, I'm very excited to get into season two because I think, you know, we're, we're hitting... I, I mean, I don't want to say it peaks, but like I think we're getting into the part that I'm most excited to watch, the episodes that I that I remember really specifically, because I don't think that I was watching the first season like regularly in mm. 1991, but pretty soon in season I, two, I, wasn't, I know, for sure. but I think in season two is where it became appointment TV for me. So those are the ones <laughs> that have a lot more like emotional, like childhood connections too. So mm. I'm excited. So after after we go through 10 seasons of yeah. this and we go through Melrose Place and we go through BH1 and Melrose Place? I don't know. Well, I think we definitely have to go through. Okay, but do I get to pick the next show that you haven't seen? Sure. Okay, yeah. cool. What are you going to pick? I don't know. I'll okay. think about it. All I was right. thinking Gilmore Girls, but you've seen that. I mean, we're going to lock this up for several years, yeah. right? I mean, 10 seasons. Let's, what is it? It's 10 I'm seasons. I'm a forward thinker. 10 seasons of the original, five on the CW. We got to cover BH9 of yeah. yeah. All right, so we're looking at, you know, 15 more seasons. Well, how, it took us how many, 10 episodes? 11 episodes, episodes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, several years. Okay. I'm in it. All right. I'm in it to win it. All right, you heard it here. (laughs) All right, well, join us next week for a special interview with author Mel Gilden. Yes. So we're going to, before we dive into season two, Kendra and I sat down with Mel Gilden, a name you might not be familiar with, but he, he was the official uh, author for these 90210 novelizations. Yeah. And he, he novelized books uh, starting with a pilot going right up through the end of season four. So for several years, these were coming out and they did big business. Like yeah. not just here, but like globally, basically. I mean, these these were major, uh, major things at the time and nobody else has done them. Like yeah. it's just Mel did these. I think he did about 10 of them over the course of a couple of years. So Kendra and I got the chance to sit down, ask him questions about what he remembered, when he got the scripts, how the whole process worked. So uh, join us for that. And then after that, we're going to start season two. Yeah. Are you excited? I'm excited. Okay. Should we say it together this yes, time? Yes, let's do it. 902 Here we go. Here we go. <laughs>